Hello everybody, how are we all doing today? Hope you're all having a great day. Here's another story in our post today on politiking.blog and it's about the uh, the French. Uh, based, the French fishing chief has uh, claimed victory over the UK gloating they wanted their waters but we kept access. And that's how it feels to be honest with you. When you actually look at the deal of what we've been given it does feel like a very very deal, you know, deflated deal. A deal that was not the deal that Boris Johnson promised to the fishermen. Now, some people do say, in discussions which I have seen, some people do say, well, it gives us time to get things sorted, get things, um, you know, um, all tied up, making sure that everything's ready for up to the five years, that, uh, that five and a half years, should we say, that they've got now over our fishery, fishery qu uh, quotas. They do say, yes, we do get some, some value, you know, a certain percentage of value of fish back whatever that means, obviously that hasn't been sorted out what the value of fish is. And But here's the key thing, here's the thing that has really, really upset people. Boris Johnson has said, obviously in the past, that he's going to be going to give the uh, the fishing industry a hundred million pounds, right? But we all know that hundred million pounds across the UK of all the fishing industry isn't really gonna make it, you know, a, a major dent in the, uh, in the industry. Let's be fair, it's not going to. But here's the key thing at this moment in time. When we went in for the negotiations, what Britain was saying it wanted was 70% of the catch to be landed in Britain and processed in Britain and then shipped into the European Union. But here's the thing, at this moment in time, the European Union can now access Britain's waters, collect the fish and take it back to the European Union for processing. Now when we, over here, then want to bring fish into the into the European Union. We are now being stopped at the border by saying, "Oh, sorry, no, you've got not got the wrong you've got the wrong paperwork. You've got this, you've got that, you've got the other." Or is it exactly what uh, Macron said a while back that they wanted to cause kind of there will be chaos, organised chaos more or less, right? To basically get Britain around the table again to make sure that they're able to. Um, uh, you know to renegotiate certain things, but here's the thing. Here's the here's the catch If things were processed in this country, what do you think would happen? Do you think there would be a delay at, at uh, the the Calais border? No, they wouldn't be because the French would be kicking off saying where's our fish? The Spanish would be kicking off saying where's our fish? If the fish was being processed in Britain and being sent into the EU That's the main reason why they're stopping us at the minute because they are trying to cause certain parts your know, certain chaos but here's the, here's the thing as well. The problem that we've got now is that during the, um, the negotiations, this is according to Ben Habib from obviously the, uh, uh, the, the former Brexit party MEP. He basically come out and stated one simple thing. He said that the, um, the deal is tied up with other things. So in other words, if we wanted to physically go into that deal just for fishing, then everything else has to be opened back up again. Now that's basically was that was a demand from um, Macron, and it was very clever, really. You know, Macron's basically said to us, "Yeah, you can have your waters back, but you're not having your fish back. We'll still have open access." And then Boris seems to have basically said, "Yeah, okay." You know, first of all, we went in for a three-year, a supposed three-year period with 70% uh, given back to us. We've come out with 25% over a, over near enough a six-year period. I think they have got the real deal to be fair yeah I think they've got a better deal than what Britain has and according to all the fishermen obviously out there the majority of the fishermen we do have other people who are fishermen that have other ideas but according to certain organizations and things 
they are saying that Britain has the worst deal out of the lot of them. Um, but here's the thing, why is the fish allowed to be collected in Britain's waters then taken back to the EU for processing? Why are they not being landed in Britain for processing? Why is that, is that fair? You know, like I said before, this is a discussion. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think the deal going out there for the fishermen is a fair deal? They're saying 25%, but is, is that of catch or is that of value? Because there's a big difference. You know, percentage of what? You know, there's, there's nothing really in you know, certainty and everything else. But like I said before, is 100 million pounds for the whole of the United Kingdom gonna cut it to reboot and obviously restart and rebuild the fishing industry. What are your thoughts on this? Anyway, leave your comments in the comment section below. And don't forget as well to share and like and comment on this blog. Get it out there to as many people as possible. Like I said before, with all social media cutting down on speech and everything else, the reason why we put, that, put out this, uh, this website is so you're able to basically have a bit of a comment, have a bit of a discussion in the comment section below. Anyway, have a good day. Hello, this is Politicking, handpicking the day's political news for discussion. Before we start, if you're on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe, and hit the bell symbol to be notified when we release new videos. We can be found on Facebook at politicking.blog. If you would like to listen to our podcast, you'll find us on Spotify by searching for Politicking. All of today's news mentioned and more can be found on our website politicking.blog. Sit back, chill out, and enjoy the show. Hello everybody, how are we all doing today? Hope you're all having a great day. First of all, I just want to welcome you to our new podcast. Uh, we're going to be putting it to YouTube as well with a video, uh, but you can, you can find us on Spotify like you've just heard. Uh, the good thing is about what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and generate some discussion because... Let's be honest, all these news outlets and everything else that are out there putting out all these news articles and things like that, you never really get your chance to say something. So obviously in the comments, by all means, you can write your own um, thoughts about what we're going to be discussing today. And also as well, through the day, we're going to be bringing out different news articles on politicking.blog. Uh, if you go onto that, um, that website, um, you'll be able to see all, all the different news articles that we're going to be bringing out today. We're going to be bringing out between three to four news articles a day. Uh, but also as well, we're going to be doing different podcasts through the day as well, just to keep you up to date, really. But the, the main thing of this podcast is to try and generate some discussion. Obviously, you've got the likes of social media sometimes kind of clamping down on what people say. But as long as you keep it clean, and keep it uh, constructive, things like that, by all means, leave your comments in the comments section below and go for it. Anyway, the very first um, news, out, news article that we're going to be pushing today is uh, one which basically the Remainers are kind of kicking off, really, to be honest with you, because they're saying the uh, Brexit festival, which we're meant to be doing, is uh, sick. That's right, you heard it. So in other words, they're basically saying that uh, we, we shouldn't be celebrating Brexit. We shouldn't be celebrating our independence from the uh, the EU, the, over, the ever overarching and ever-growing super state. Well, anyway, here's what they said 
when they uh, when, when they were talking about um, obviously this, this article is from the Express, um, but obviously this is basically what was said in the Express newspaper. We'll have a listen to this and we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Here we go. Furious rejoined politicians have started a campaign to scrap a controversial new festival of Britain to celebrate what makes the UK great outside the EU. Theresa May announced the £120 million concept in 2018, which is expected to consist of a large number of events across the country. Boris Johnson says that it would give a significant cultural boost to the UK, with the Department of Culture, Media and Sports set to start work commissioning agencies to develop festival material. The proposal was said to have been inspired by the 1851 Great Exhibition during Queen Victoria's reign, and also the post-war Festival of Britain in 1951. Now, a furious campaign led by a veteran Lib DEM politician has called on the UK government to scrap the festival, which has faced opposition from the SNP over its name. Highlands MP Jamie Stone claimed the festival was a sick especially in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. The MP for Caithness in Northern Scotland launched the petition and claims the UK government had their priorities wrong claiming families were suffering due to COVID-19. He said, Britain's culture calamity is real thanks to Brexit, yet the taxpayer is being asked to cough up £120 million for bread and circuses. Frankly, I thought this Brexit festival was sick before a pandemic, but given we've got kids starving, carers suffering on a minimum wage and millions of people out of work and locked out of financial support, well, it's testament to how skewed the Tory moral compass really is. I hope people will support my call to cancel this insulting Brexit festival, regardless of how they voted in the referendum, and for the money to be redirected to a COVID-19 recovery fund. Nationalists have also claimed the festival would simply boost the prospect of Scottish independence. Glasgow MP Stuart Macdonald, SNP spokesperson for Defence, said, generous of the UK government to spend £120 million to boost the campaign for Scottish independence. Martin Green, the mastermind behind the hugely successful Hull UK City of Culture 2017, is leading the UK-wide festival in 2022 despite growing resistance to scrap the concept. Mr Green is currently working on a vision which engages communities across the United Kingdom and ensures the delivery of a world-class festival of creativity, Number 10 says. The UK government said of the festival, the nationwide festival will give us a fantastic opportunity to champion all that is great about the UK. It will be a tremendous showcase for our creativity and innovation, which will not only celebrate our values and identities, but will also help attract new inward business and investment. The festival's statement adds, Taking place in the year of Her Majesty the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, the festival will amplify key anniversary celebrations of some of our most beloved institutions. In 2022, the BBC will mark its 100th birthday, the Edinburgh International and Fringe Festivals will celebrate their 75th anniversary, and Birmingham will welcome 54 heads of state to the Commonwealth Games. Meanwhile, more than 20 artists and theatre companies have also signed an open letter calling for the cancellation of the event. Well, as you can see there, straight away, what happens? The Remainers all in there again, trying to do down Britain once again, and just basically saying you can't celebrate it. Why can't you celebrate it? 
let's be honest, right? What was the, the SNP at the minute basically blaming the Tories, saying to the Tories, you shouldn't be doing this. It costs a lot of money. Well, how much do you think a second referendum would cost in Scotland? You're blaming the Tories at this moment in time, right? By saying we shouldn't be celebrating Britain. Why not? Shouldn't be celebrating Brexit. Why not? Shouldn't be celebrating everyone working together as unity. Why not? We're so divided sometimes as a country. So things like this just to unify and come together. All different nations all around the country. Why not? It's perfect. I think it's fantastic, me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Is it a lot of money? Yeah. Probably is, right? Fair enough. Do we have other priorities? Maybe. But the thing is, this is a priority, bringing the country back together after what we've been through. Why not? Why can't we come together? But like I said before, all this is, it's political point scoring yet again. All it is, the Remainers saying, you shouldn't be doing it. It's sick. What's sick? How is it sick to bring the country back together after all this division, after all this, uh, this, you know, this fear over COVID and things like that? Why not come together and celebrate Britain as it is, as, out of, as coming out of the EU? What a fantastic thing to do. That's my opinion, but let's be honest. Would they spend £120 million or whatever it costs to actually do a second referendum in a pandemic if they had the chance? Yes, they would. So how can they call us sick? How can the SNP call Britain and those who are people that want to kind of come together, unify, and basically celebrate what, what, you know, what, what Britain can prosper to? Yeah? Let's bring the strengths of Britain together. We're good like that. You know what I mean? It's about time we bring them together. Instead of shutting everyone down, denying everything, and just basically thinking that Brexit is, is basically just, is, is rubbish. It's not rubbish. We can, we can flourish on Brexit, and we are going to. Yeah, fair enough at this moment in time, guess what? We are going through a few different patches at the moment. But who doesn't do that when something new happens? You know, we, we have changes sometimes, and guess what? Yeah, you do have a few teething problems at the beginning. But tell you something, once they've all been sorted out, all lined out, guess what's gonna happen? We're gonna flourish. Here's the question that you should all be discussing right now. Should we be able to celebrate Brexit? I think we should. We did. We couldn't have the Big Ben uh, bongs, remember, when we when we left the EU? They said it was too, we can't use that, it's too controversial. Would have, we would have crowdfunded it ourselves and we did. But guess what? We weren't allowed to do it. This year, we weren't allowed to do it, but Sadiq Khan basically threw up all these blue and yellow signs going across the London Bridge. What about Britain? Red, white and blue. How about that? No, that's a bit too big. We can't do that, can we, Can Well, anyway, what's your thoughts on this? Leave your comments in the comments section below. And don't forget as well to check out politiking.blog through the day. And keep checking back as well. Also as well, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and find us as well if you want to listen to our podcast, which is this audio that you're listening to right now uh, on Spotify. Anyway, have a good day. <laughs>